TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. And now, you're listening to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. With us right now is Dr. Sarah Becker. She is chair of the COVID-19 Vaccine Task Force for JOMA, the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association. Dr. Becker, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Zev. For our audience, tell us about JOMA. What I know it's about a year or so old. What does it do? So it's a couple years old. It is the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association, um, which really just means we're a group of from women doctors. We may be some of your own doctors, um, as well as some medical students and pre-medical students, um, which we've gotten together um, to help each other you know, in the uh, navigating the medical world um, and also to help the Jewish community. And we've had different initiatives to try to raise the health of the from community. And one of our initiatives that we've been very busy with is spreading education around uh, vaccinations. Um, initially back in the beginning was a lot of uh, information about the measles vaccination. Um, and now we've been uh, active in the COVID-19 vaccine efforts. And I would assume because, unfortunately, in the from community, the Orthodox Jewish one, there is a small but vocal group that opposes vaccinations of any kind. Yes, that is an unfortunate reality. Um, I definitely agree with you that they are a small group, but it's a very vocal group. And I think when especially you have a space like COVID-19 where it's something new, it's something where there's not a lot of information out. Um, it's easy for the small vocal group to steal the headline and then start making other people nervous who might not have been concerned otherwise. And I would assume probably hearing from women professionals may have a different impact than hearing it from male professionals. A thousand percent. Um, we feel very strongly about that, and I'm glad that you agree with us as well. Um, we think that the, you know, very often um, the people who make decisions in the home with regard to medical decisions are the women. And so women want to hear from women. And, you know, I think what's nice about our organization is that we're a group of from women doctors. Um, that means that we all have our own families. You know, we have our parents, we have our siblings, we have our children. Um, and we're facing the same things that many of our listeners are facing. And so we really understand where people are coming from. So what are some of your biggest challenges getting that message across? Because you're out there, you're trying to educate the public, because this is, especially in the case of COVID-19, these vaccines are new, and some people may be hesitant to take it, even though I can tell you we did a program uh, about this particular issue, and we found we had people, we actually had a woman practitioner on the air, and um, some of our listeners says they were convinced that they weren't going to take it because we're hearing from when the professionals made them decide to take the vaccine, which I was very happy to hear. But so tell us about it. So I'm really glad, Zev, that you were able to bring that type of education to people because that's what they need and that's what people are looking for. So I'm gratified to hear that you've done this on your program in the past and that you've had a strong reaction, positive reaction to that. Um 
When it comes to our own efforts, what we've noticed is we come into two types of um, problems uh, or hesitations that people have uh, when it comes to the vaccine. One of it is, I think, part of what I would call COVID fatigue. And so people are sick of the masks and they're sick of the social distancing. And when they hear doctors coming on to tell them about the vaccine, for some people that just goes into a box of, oh, here's another thing doctors are telling us. Um, and we're trying to get out the message that this is the vaccine is what's going to help us take us out of this box, right? Because as the data comes out more and more, especially, let's say, from places like Israel, where they're doing a great job of vaccinating large segments of the population, vaccination is our path forward to get out of this socially distanced world. Um, and I think the other uh, very reasonable and understandable concern that people have is that anytime there's new technology, people want to know that it's safe and people want to know why we as medical professionals are telling you that it's safe. And that's why we've arranged these town halls where people can come and, and give their questions. And we've gotten plenty of questions. We're accumulating them. Um, we're going to air them at the town hall for people to be able to have their moment to say, you know, tell us why you think this is safe. T safe. Tell us how you know. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because what I'm hearing from people is people think if I had COVID, that's what they're telling me. So we already have the antibodies. We don't have to really take the vaccine. We don't want to take it for that reason. So you have coupled not only with anti-vaxxers, people who maybe have the impression if they had it, then they're immune from getting it again. Yeah, I think that's a great point that you're bringing up. And there's good reason why the recommendation is to get the vaccine, even if you've had COVID in the past. Part of that has to do with the difference in how effective the COVID-19 vaccine is in terms of preventing reinfection compared with the data on just preventing reinfection from the uh, initial infection. Part of it has to do with new variants, where it seems that at least for certain variants that the COVID-19 vaccine is more effective than the, infect the initial infection and the immune response, what we call natural immune response. Um, and part of that is that, unfortunately, the reality is, is that natural immunity is what we call uneven and unpredictable. So we really don't know if just because you had the virus, whether you as an individual will be protected. And we're much more confident that if you've taken the vaccine, that you'll be protected. And I think one of the important things to realize with the vaccine efforts is we're not just trying to prevent people from getting sick with the virus, which is important, right? We don't want anyone to get infected with the virus and potentially be able to pass on. But what we really want to make sure is that even if somebody gets the vaccine and even if somebody gets infected after they get the vaccine, which is a small percentage of people, they're not getting very sick. They're not going to the hospital. They're not requiring advanced medical uh, interventions. Um, and they're not having the long-term effects from COVID-19, the long haulers, right? And so that's really where the vaccine comes into play here as really a game changer. Now, what I'm hearing from a lot of people too, and this is part of the thing that the challenge that you have to try to educate people about vaccinations there's a belief, Dr. Becker, out there that there's herd immunity. So if I'm in an area like Borough Park or Flatbush or Williamsburg or Muncie or Lakewood, so since so many people had COVID, so there's herd immunity. So therefore, I believe I'm protected. So you don't only have to deal with the, with the anti-vaxxers. You have to deal with people have an impression of herd immunity that's been thrown about, and many people believe it. 
Yeah, and it's understandable why people are thinking about herd immunity because you see the reality, let's say, in certain communities where it doesn't seem that COVID-19 infection is as rampant as it was at the beginning of the um, pandemic. And that's true. And that's a reality that we're all aware of. Um, but what I think people don't necessarily realize is that herd immunity does not protect protect every individual who's in the herd. Um, and so even if maybe the general rate of the COVID-19 infection has dropped in certain communities, if somebody is not immune and you come into contact with somebody who does have um, the COVID-19 virus, you are susceptible to infection. And the other thing about herd immunity, similar to what I spoke about with natural immunity, is that it wanes, right? Over time, it can drop when individuals start losing their immunity in the community. Um, or if the, let's say, the community is exposed to a new variant um, and that the herd immunity doesn't cover. Um, and so those are scenarios where the herd immunity, while it sounds like a nice idea, really isn't going to help you. And, you know, sometimes what I hear from people is that they're waiting to see, well, if the rates rise again, then I'll go and get my vaccine. But what people don't realize is, let's say, you know, you're getting the Pfizer vaccine. Well, it will take you five weeks from when you get that vaccine to when you reach herd immunity. Moderna vaccine, it's going to take you six weeks. Even the J&J &J vaccine, which is one shot, will take a couple weeks until you reach um, full immunity. And so going based on what the current rates are or what herd, you know, what your perceived herd immunity is now from natural infection is not a safe idea. And that's really why we're encouraging um, vaccination and for people to learn more about vaccination, because that will be the true path to achieve a herd immunity that's protective for all. Now, the gentleman with the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association presents seminars. I know you have something upcoming where you're educating Jewish women about COVID-19 vaccines. Can you tell us about what's taking place and what can one expect? Sure. So we have an event scheduled for this Sunday, April 11th at 8 o'clock. Um, it's a live stream event. We have a panel full of experts. We have Dr. Nora Barzev from John Hopkins. We have Dr. Richard Grazi, who's a uh, known uh, figure in the fertility world. We have Joma's own Dr. Ellie Carmody Stone, who's an infectious disease specialist at NYU. And the moderator for the event is our own Dr. Lisa Minkin, who has, we didn't even speak about that, Zeb, but the JOMA podcast series, which has so much information, both about COVID-19 and other preventative health topics. Um, and the event is a collation of the questions that we have been getting um, about COVID-19, whether it comes to safety or efficacy or reproduction or pregnancy, and many, many other questions that we'll be posing to these experts. You can listen live. That's um, April 11th at 8 o'clock. And the website for that is vaxquestions.live. And that's spelled V-A-X. Correct. It's vaxquestions.live. And they can always go to the JOMA website too, correct? Yeah. So we also have a, a lot of information about COVID-19 on our own website. That's JOMA, J-O-W-M-A dot org um, slash COVID-19 is our COVID-19 page. Or you can go to the main, main page, JOMA.org, and just follow the links. And I love the number, the call number you have is call in 9294-GAZUNT. That should be an easy number for people to remember. So, yeah, that's 
That's the call-in number for our hotline. So if you'd like to listen in, um, listen to our different talks that we have, it's 9294 for our hotline number. And we will be posting the event afterwards to that number. Um, to listen live, though, the number is a different number. It's 786-297-1784. How often do you do these kinds of seminars? This is our kickoff event that we're doing for the COVID-19 vaccine. We've done many seminars, mostly focused around women's health issues. We do about one a month um, starting since the end of last year. Um, but after this town hall um, for the general public, we will also be doing uh, uh, specific town halls and question and answers um, for, we'll have one on April 18th, that's a Sunday morning, and that's for Kala teachers, doulas, mikvah attendants to answer questions that they might have specific to their profession. And then very importantly, we have one scheduled for April 20th, that's a Tuesday evening for healthcare professionals um, to answer questions that they may be getting in the office. Um, and we want to help them give the most up-to-date information to their patients. An important public service, and you're doing to educate the public. If people want to get more information, let's give out a web address or a phone number where people can learn more about not just this seminar, which is this coming Sunday, April 11th at 8 p.m., but in general about the work of JOMA, where can people go? Yeah, so the best place to go is to our web website. Again, that's joma.org slash COVID-19. Joma is J-O-W-M-A dot org slash C-O-V-I-D 19. And you can get the most up-to-date information about all of our efforts in um, promoting vaccine education um, for the COVID-19 vaccine. So I want to thank you, Dr. Sarah Becker, chair of the COVID-19 Vaccine Task Force for Joma, the Jewish Orthodox Women's Medical Association, important work trying to educate the women in our community through the importance of various medical issues, including the importance of vaccination. So good luck with your event and look forward to having you back again. Thank you so much for having me. And we're going to be right back. Don't go away. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. To advertise on the Talkline Network and Talkline's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100, or email info at talklinenetwork.com. For continuous Jewish programs, please go now to talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community.